Salam everyone, welcome. You're watching the You Mentor Talk Show. I'm your host, Imran Daramsi. Thanks for joining us today. Before we start, just wanted to highlight Umoja's new app, um, the Umoja app. It provides access to all of Umoja, including You Mentor speakers. And we have some exciting new features coming soon, especially for You Mentor. So make sure you download the app on Android or iOS. Um, as you can see in the ticker down there, you can go to app.umojaoutreach.org to download it on Android or iOS. Um, or just search on the Play Store or App Store for Umoja. Um, today we're joined by Sister Sarah Najdi. She's a second year engineering student at the University of Toronto. She studies materials engineering, and she's curious about the practical applications of science. She has interest in biomaterials, nanotechnology, physics, and solid state chemistry. She also enjoys reading and volunteering for youth programs at her mosque. Um, so with that, let's welcome Sister Sarah. How are you doing? Alhamdulillah, I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good, Alhamdulillah. Thank you for um, joining us today. Thank you for having me. Yep, you're welcome. So I guess the first question is, how did you decide to study materials engineering? So I didn't originally always know that I wanted to study engineering, but ever since a young age, I was always interested in science. And towards high school, I realized that I was really interested in physics and chemistry in particular. So when it came time to apply for university and college, I started asking myself, so, okay, why do these things interest me? Why do I want to study these things? And it came down to the fact that I really enjoy learning about the applications of uh, science and how they can be used to solve real world problems and make something beneficial out of it. Um, so that basically drew me into engineering. Um, uh, in the beginning, I was only aware of the main disciplines when it came to engineering. So mechanical, civil, electrical, industrial, and chemical engineering. And I was thinking to myself, okay, I like engineering. I like physics. Uh, I like chemistry. I'm going to apply for chemical engineering. Um, so I started do doing a little, a little bit more research ab about um, engineering. And then I realized that some universities offered material science and engineering at an undergraduate level. And that spoke more to my interests. And so that's what I went for. So I applied for material science and engineering. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, so what innovations that are up and coming drew you to that field of materials engineering? Uh, something that's relatively new and that's really interesting is basically uh, smart materials or intelligent materials. And mm -hmm. it's basically materials that are developed with properties that react to changes in the environment whether it be like temperature, light, pressure, pH levels, and things like that. Uh, a specific example uh, I can think of on the top of my head, and the reason I can think of this example right away is because I actually, um, I did a project about it in high school, so I read a lot of research papers about it. And as, as I was doing that, it got me more interested into core uh, materials science and engineering. Basically mm -hmm. what it is, is that um, bacteria is embedded in concrete. So there's a biological reaction that happens. So when the concrete cracks, it's exposed to the oxygen in the air and that causes the bacteria to produce limestone, which is like the key component of cement. And that basically like self-repairs the concrete. It's really, it's oh, wow. towards more sustainable um, uh, materials. And something else that's really popular um, is nanotechnology. And I'm sure you've heard of it and a lot of people in the audience have heard of it. Um, right, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's something that's currently being explored because it has a lot of potential um, in many different areas. 
Um, so it seems to me that uh, materials engineering is at the nexus of a lot of fields. Mm -hmm. Just like when you gave that example of the concrete with the bacteria that react with, with oxygen, there's so so much going yeah. on there. So it's, does that is that something that drew you to that field? Yeah, definitely. Like it's really, really interdisciplinary. Um, basically what it is, is you're studying the structure and the properties of materials um, and how you can test and modify these materials in order to suit new applications. So if you think about it, a lot of things that engineers design or a lot of things that we deal with on a daily day-to-day -day basis that are physical, they're very limited by the materials they're made out of. So um, it touches a lot of different fields, whether it be like the automotive, aerospace, uh, biomedical fields. So yeah, you can definitely do a lot with it. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess let's transition to applying for university we had a U.S. applying special a few weeks ago, but we haven't really talked about applying to university in Canada, so I thought this show would be the perfect time to do it. Yeah. Uh, you know, with you studying at University of Toronto, which is one of the top universities in the country. So what should high school students in Canada know about applying for university? Uh, yeah, so the process is definitely different depending on where you're applying from and where you're applying to in Canada. So I can speak um, about being in Ontario and applying to a university mm -hmm. in Ontario because that is what I did. It's definitely okay. different if you're applying out of province um, or you're applying even out of the country. Uh, but basically, um, everything is centralized um, at the Ontario University Application Center, which is basically mm -hmm. a website you log into. And unlike um, other provinces or maybe uh, even in the States, you're not applying directly to the university or directly to the program. You're applying through this uh, system and you're just doing one application and it sends it to all the universities you're applying to in Ontario. And right. unlike uh, America where or the states where they focus a lot on maybe standardized testing or mm -hmm. application essays or maybe they want to look at your volunteer and extracurricular activities. Um, here in Ontario, it's mainly focused on grades. A lot of programs, you really don't have to send anything send anything in besides your high school transcript. And there's um, they emphasize a lot of the importance of grade 11 and obviously the most important grade 12 grades. Uh, but I will say though that depending on the program, because there are several um, competitive programs that do require more than just your high school grades. For example, when I had to apply to the University of Toronto for engineering, I did have to send in, for example, a video. I had to answer a couple of questions. Uh, I had to send them my mm -hmm. uh, things I did outside of school, whether it be like volunteer, if I had a job, uh, all the extracurricular activities. So right. it's definitely different, but most most programs do only focus on your um, high school transcript. So what happens, let's say you get into the University of Toronto, maybe you get into like life sciences or something like mm -hmm. that. And if I remember correctly, that doesn't require any extracurricular uh, or anything like that or any essay. What happens if you then decide, you know, now I want to do engineering? Is there... Are you locked in or is there a process to transfer? There is definitely a process to transfer. It's, uh, I believe it's definitely easier to transfer from specific programs to other programs. They might have maybe similar courses, uh, but mm -hmm. you're not, but the fact that you're in a program doesn't mean you're stuck in it. You can definitely uh, transfer. Right. And also, uh, like for me, I'm studying material science and engineering, right? So in first year, all the courses mm -hmm. for engineering and first year, all the courses are basically the same regardless of what discipline you're studying. So if I'm doing um, mechanical engineering and I decide, okay, no, I want to do industrial engineering, it's really, really easy to get in. It would require you maybe to do 
to take one extra course or maybe sometimes uh, you wouldn't have to change anything at all. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's easy to transfer between engineering disciplines. Yeah, definitely. Okay, I see. Um, So did you know that, you know, like when you were in high school, did you know you wanted to do engineering and did you sort of tailor your extracurriculars to that? Um, so I didn't always know I wanted to do engineering, um, but I, di- I was involved uh, in high school, but I feel like because in Canada, they wouldn't necessarily look at these things. I wasn't pressured to join maybe a club or something just because it'll help my application process. Um, mm-hmm. But it is definitely important to be involved in um, in high school uh, for Canadian or high school students in Ontario watching. That's definitely something that's really, really important. Um, but I didn't feel like it was necessary for me to just tailor my what I did because of mm-hmm. I went to a specific program. But I, I definitely did do a lot of things like uh, I volunteered a lot in mosques because that was something that was important to me. Um, I felt like it was really important to me back to community. Uh, I, I was part of student council, several clubs and competitions, sports, just because I found it fun and something right. to do outside of school. Um, so there's this, uh, I, scientists in school, which is basically where mm-hmm. you conduct STEM workshops for um, students in primary or elementary grade just to get them interested in science. Those are all things I found interesting. I didn't really necessarily do them just because um, I wanted to get into my program. Hmm. All right. So I guess your advice to high school students in Ontario who are maybe undecided, don't know what they want to do, would be just do what you like and eventually you'll find something that you want to do. Well, yeah. Well, my advice uh, to high school students uh, would be uh, when it comes to the extracurriculars is definitely be involved. It's a great Mm -hmm. way for what you're interested in, whether you want to just pursue this um, professionally or maybe just something you want to do on the side because you're interested in. It's also a really good way to develop like social skills or leadership skills. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's really important. And it's also a good way to meet new people and network and things like that. Uh, Mm -hmm. Something else I'll tell high school students um, in um, Ontario or even um, in general is to sometimes you feel like you're interested in something and that's what you want to do but and that might not necessarily be true that might be not not be something that's for you so I would say um, is to talk to professionals in that field uh, or just research about the programs that are offered uh, that'll help you get give you a better sense of mm-hmm. uh, what you can do basically and um, the third thing is that grades are very very important but also it's really important to, to develop a good work ethic before getting into university. Um, mm-hmm. It can be challenging for a lot of people in the beginning. Yeah, so I heard that, um, well, I specifically heard about University of Toronto, but maybe across the board, that first year is very difficult. Um, so how do you advise people to avoid getting overwhelmed during first year? Uh, so something that's really, really important and any uh upper year you talk to will always mm-hmm. tell you like time management is key. Um, not only is like, is it academically um, challenging, but there, compared to other majors, your schedule is gonna be packed. You're gonna have class every day. Um, you, you basically, um, I'm speaking for the University of Toronto and I'm pretty sure um, talking to my friends from different um, engineering programs in Ontario, mm-hmm. they also tell me that you don't have the luxury of choosing your own schedule. It's basically set for you. You don't have a break, you have class every day. so. You have to uh, be able to manage your time really, really well. Uh, something else, um, some uh, something else I would I would say about uh, in regards to that would be to always ask questions. Uh, I remember I would always shy away from asking questions or asking my TA or my professor mm-hmm. just because I 
be like, oh, I should already know this from high school or nobody else is asking this question. It's probably like, yeah. question. but they're there to, you're there to learn and that's their job. They're there to teach you. Um, so never, never shy away from asking a question is what I'm trying to say. Uh, something mm -hmm. else uh, I would recommend is knowing like, so basically taking a break. Um, it can be like really straining. So you should always have that outlet where you, you know, relax and take things yeah. outside of school, obviously. So maybe also getting involved in, in clubs that the university yeah, offers? Definitely. Mm -hmm. So how about your experience with that? Like, what are you involved in, in on the extracurricular side? So uh, in the beginning, I, I wasn't really um, involved. I was commuting a lot, so I mm -hmm. felt like, uh, and I was focusing a lot on studies, so I, I didn't really get that involved. But the university mm -hmm. does has a lot. There's They basically say there's a club for everything, and it's true. And it's important to maybe join something that's related to your program, maybe a design team, a club, things like that. It's really important. Or sports, maybe, if that's what you're into. They offer a lot of things. Uh, I wasn't necessarily involved, but I'm looking to be involved, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, outside of um, university, I, so there's a scouts program, um, which I really enjoyed, and obviously my mosque. Right. Mm -hmm. So you volunteer at your mosque, like with, yeah. um, with youth programs. What draws you to that? Just curious. A, a lot of, uh, so what draws me to that is uh, basically, um, I really, so it comes back to how I was talking about in high school. So I was doing, I did the scientists in schools and I really liked that. So uh -huh. uh, it comes back to uh, like what I'm interested in the future. So basically right now in my, in the, like I said, in first year, um, all the courses you take is really general. So I haven't really gotten into like explored specific areas in my field, but I'm really interested in um, research more than I am in industry. And something okay. that I'm really interested is um, education or the process of learning. I feel like yeah. acquiring new knowledge is really interesting, especially when it comes to science, because that's something that's really practical. So something I was thinking about was um, engineering education. Um, and this mm -hmm. is funny because it comes back to what I was saying about talking to your professors and exploring your program. So I'm currently taking a summer course. And um, after one of my lectures, it was physical chemistry, I. Mm -hmm. uh, out of curiosity, I just asked my professor what she did her uh, thesis on. And she's like, I did my PhD on chemical learning, um, problem-based problem -based, uh, learning and engineering education. And I was like, oh, cool, that's something I, I was interested in. So I got to ask her a bunch mm -hmm. of questions about that. I feel like um, I'm really drawn to it because I feel like um, as technology advances and things like that progresses, the quality of education or just the way we acquire knowledge should also progress in that sense. Um, so I'm really interested in like, um, teaching basically. So so this is interesting because um, at the beginning you're talking about smart material. Now I guess we're talking um, like a new yeah. way to learn. Like There's definitely so, a lot of different uh -huh. things. Yeah, that encompasses the field of engineering and even like when you're talking about um, specific disciplines as well. Right, okay. So, so um, would you say, let's say someone is hesitant to maybe decide that they want to pursue engineering because maybe they feel like there's only one type of career that pursue that doing an engineering degree could lead to would you tell them that like it's a pretty open field with a lot a lot of stuff a lot of developments a lot of new career opportunities yeah definitely like i mentioned mm -hmm. it's really interdisciplinary and there's a lot you can do um 
you can work research industry in labs there's a plants manufacturing mm -hmm. there's a lot of different things different areas like uh, medicine it, basically um engineering like it touches literally everything there's there's mm. there's no limit on what you can do i feel like um you could say that about any degree but when it comes to engineering it's it's re it really is true interesting yeah um so thank you for giving us that overview we do have an audience question um from cosme m yeah um so if we could put that on this on the screen do you feel with such a competitive degree uh you find that surrounding yourself with people that are very productive and focused is important especially in first year Yes, definitely. I feel like it's really, really important. Um, when you're going to university, it's it's a new environment. Um, mm -hmm. You're gonna meet a lot of different people. It's really easy to get um, carried away and lose focus of what you what you're there to do, which is basically just learn and pursue uh, education and a career and things like that. It's definitely, definitely important. You associate with people that have um, the same, not necessarily the same mindset of you, but very clear and and good goals for the future. Um, like study groups is something that's, that are that, that a lot of people say is really important and it really is. So definitely associating yourself with people that are productive. Um, mm -hmm. It's really important, especially, I think in the question he mentioned, especially in first year, which is definitely true because first year is, a lot of people will tell you that first year was a little bit hard because you're definitely, you're, you're exploring or you're, you're finding what like studying methods best suit you. It, it won't be right. the same for a lot of people. It won't, what worked in high school won't work in university. So it's it definitely that's why one of the reasons why first year is one of the more more challenging years. So definitely mm -hmm. having people around you that um, that support you or help you stay focused is definitely important. It's a good question. Yeah, interesting. Um, and do you? So I know you said you you commute. So do you feel like that maybe helps you? Because not everything changes. You know, you don't move to a whole new location and all that when you started first year. Do you think that also mm -hmm. helped you stay focused? Sorry, can you explain, repeat the question? Yeah, sure. So you said that you commute. Do you think yeah. that not having to move completely to a new location and a new community, oh, okay. what, like, you know, before starting your first yeah. year, do you think that helped you stay focused? Yeah, okay, yeah, that's, that's a good question. Um, well, now everything's online, but uh, uh, yeah. before, my, before um, yeah, yeah. even the beginning of the second semester, um, staying at home has definitely been, uh, I find it like a privilege. Um, I, I know a lot of people complain about like, commuting and like it's really time um it takes a lot of time um my commute wasn't that much between like 30 to 40 minutes just to get there and then 30 40 minutes to get back but i uh but not moving into a new space is definitely important it's not important but it's it's helped me personally because like when i come home i know like i'm i'm surrounded by my family um they support me if um if i i don't have to worry about other things if, if that makes sense so yeah that makes sense yeah it does mm -hmm. um so I guess maybe moving away from that, um, what's your experience as someone who's an engineering student, um, a Muslim female engineering student specifically? Um, my so my experience so far has been really really great. Um, I can speak as like going to University of Toronto. The engineering program is really really it's really because it's really tight knit. It really feels like a community because like for example in my pro program there's only like. 50 to 60 students come it's compared to like being in like a different major where maybe you're in a hall with like hundreds of students it's definitely different but i've never experienced any form of like racism or discrimination mm -hmm. alhamdulillah that, that's never something i've encountered um so yeah okay so it's been overwhelmingly uh positive so positive, far. yeah mm -hmm. that's good so what would you say to people who 
are in your position and they might be hesitating or hesitant to choose engineering because they feel like they'll face discrimination, what would you tell them? Yeah, so I feel like this uh, ties into tokenism, which basically means like you're either getting discriminated against, but it's basically when uh, companies or institutions or any like anyone, mm -hmm. um, they really try, they seek diversity without inclusion, which basically they hire, they hire minorities, for example, uh, or people of color just to meet a quota, just to make their mm -hmm. company look uh, better, that make the company give the impression that they're seeking um, include to, to be inclusive without really doing anything um, to make um, to give equal opportunities for people. Um, I would definitely tell people not to be hesitant, and if they do ever experience that, to speak out against it. Um, at the end of the day, as an individual, um, mm -hmm. you have value, and what you accomplish or the experiences you went through and all the successful things you've done, you've done these solely based on your hard work and your effort and it you're not really representing um a gender a social group or ethnic or religion or whatever it may be you're it's just yourself and that should speak louder than um so like your accomplishments just speak louder than how you look or what group you belong to hmm, interesting and i feel like maybe that's something um that you kind of have to push for like advocate for yourself so yeah, definitely yeah so could you speak to maybe like your experience with um dealing with tokenism you know as an engineering student so like i mentioned i have not experienced that alhamdulillah yet but i feel mm -hmm. like if i were to ever want like in the future um i would just uh do what i just mentioned so basically um speak out against it um advocate for yourself and you don't necessarily have to prove yourself but the things you do should um should speak louder than how you look mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. what group you belong to. Um, right. I, I, I think it's, it not, doesn't only, um, it's not only associated with the workplace, it could also be associated with college um, mm. applications. Uh, it's always on the news and stuff. I personally have never ex experienced it. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's good, Alhamdulillah. Um, I have one last question. So before we end our show, what's mm -hmm. the final piece of advice you would give to high school students? Yeah. So um, like I mentioned before, it's the explore your interests, whether it be through extracurriculars, uh, clubs, uh, speaking to different um, professionals or people that are studying uh, just to get to know what 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 the program really is um, to really focus on grades, um, build a really strong um, work ethic, learn how to manage your time. It's really, really important. And yeah, basically. Okay. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on the show, sharing your advice, and I'm sure a lot of people um, have drawn a lot from it. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thanks. We're just listening to the You Matter Talk Show. Join us on September 5th for um, a conversation with Brother Jihad Saleh Williams. Um, he's a Senior Advocacy and Government Affairs Advisor for Islamic Relief USA. Um, he is a Muslim engagement advisor to domestic anti-poverty government departments and NGOs. Um, again, that's going to be Saturday, September 5th at 3 p.m. Eastern on YouTube Live. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in.